0: and the planet just a little more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Air and Earth Podcast. Today, I have one of my dearest friends, Mariana Rittenhouse, who's on the show today. So to introduce this woman, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a great episode because not only is Mariana one of my dearest friends she also is someone who I really admire in the world we met through mutual friends we live in Boulder we both live up in the mountain (laughs) she's been here longer than I have though and we kind of immediately I feel like there wasn't a time where we weren't friends you know what I mean it kind of feels like that to me like we've just been friends for a while Mm -hmm. and one thing i love about her is and i've heard this mirrored to you so many times is her level of integrity Mm -hmm. so she's someone who's deeply in touch with the earth which we're going to be talking a lot about that today especially through her relationship with tea and her practice of tea and her teaching of how to connect with tea so we're going to be talking a lot about that today but who knows what else will come up you're also very Environmentally conscious, you're, you know, someone who's extremely giving Mm -hmm. and loving, and I'm really happy to have you on the show. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Excited (laughs) to be here. (laughs) Me too. So we are sitting here, actually, in Mariana's at at her like big ass beautiful tea table in her living room. So we just had a mini. Would you say many? Would you say that was a mini tea ceremony?
1: Oh, mini. I thought you were saying many. I was like, we have had
0: many tea ceremonies, but
1: yeah, it feels like, um, we had a nice drop in.
0: We had a little drop in. Yeah.
1: Tea. I like to drink tea, honestly, before I communicate anything in life.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So you're going to be hearing some noises. You're going to be hearing splashing and things like that. But That's because we're, we're in the moment. We're here in presence together i haven't recorded that many podcast episodes like interviews with the person actually there with me i can only think of a few that i've done like this actually like two or three so whenever we have these episodes it's really really special yeah yeah i feel it yeah. i mean
1: it would be weird if we weren't in
0: <laughs> so here we go let's get let's started so let's start off with one of the things that is really a part of, I mean, you might say it's a part of who you are, something that goes way back for you, something that is an everyday um, encounter for you, but your relationship with tea. So what, what is tea for you? Mm. What isn't tea
1: for me? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I can just say for those of you who don't know, I am a tea ceremonialist and I practice tea um, in ritual every day. And I teach that practice to others. And yeah, tea, it's funny because it's like the, the longer I'm in a more intentional, mindful relationship with this plant tea. Um, and we're talking not like herbal teas, we're talking like your green tea, your oolong tea, black tea, red tea, um, the, the farther back I realized that the relationship has existed. So I grew up in Hong Kong and I, um, I moved there when I was five. And that's when I fell in love with tea, <laughs> when I was five. When I started, Hong Kong was still a British colony So there's still a practice of afternoon tea. And I was around a lot of British people. And I started, so I started drinking tea, both Chinese style, like at a restaurant or whatever. There's always tea. That's what they bring you instead of water with tea. And then also afternoon tea. um, I would go over to the neighbors after school and we'd drink tea. And that's how I first learned, like to have Earl Grey with my milk and my sugar and the whole thing. And I'm a huge afternoon tea lover like to this day Um, but I what I would say is in the in the tea in the from the Chinese perspective I wasn't really seeing the ritual as much but the British afternoon tea have such a ritual connection and community and slowing down and ending the day and I really loved that and I love food and it comes with food (laughs) delicious food (laughs) so I'm a big fan of both styles right (laughs) Um, and so from then, like, I always loved tea, but I, I could never quite find what it was I was looking for. And I, you know, when I was a young adult, I'd ask for like tea gifts, tea stuff for Christmas. What do you want for Christmas? Tea.
0: And I'd get all this stuff, <laughs> tea, yeah, I'd get all
1: this stuff, but it was never right. And I would get all these gadgets, but I never used them. And I just, I wasn't really like, I, like I loved tea in this part of me, but it just wasn't manifesting. And I used to work in the natural beef industry. So I'd go to the trade shows and I'd go to all the tea booths, like Republic of Tea and Rishi and whatever, and like go and find, try and find what I was looking for. And I, and again, it's like, it, it's like, I love tea so much, but I wouldn't really drink tea that much. <laughs> so, um. So then I just let it go. I, I realized, I was like, this is, you have all this tea stuff. You don't even drink it. Like you don't actually like tea. I don't know what this is about, but it feels really egoic. And I just let it go. And then a couple years later, I was listening to a podcast and I heard about a retreat that the people leading the podcast um, were putting on and that someone was there serving tea ceremony. And it was kind of weird that, you know, I've actually talked about it with um, my friend who was leading the retreat with her later. <laughs> and I was like, it's kind of weird that that whole episode was about like, how much you loved the tea ceremony at your retreat, because you really don't talk about those things elsewhere. But really, like for some reason, that episode was like how amazing the tea ceremony was. And as I was listening to it, I was like, I think, this is what I've been looking for. So I signed up for the next one. It was like this luxury retreat in Italy. <laughs> I flew to Italy to go to one tea ceremony. I like, I emailed the producer. I was like, how many tea ceremonies can I go to? Like, it was really, I was so excited. And then it just kind of started happening. I, a, a few days or a week before I went to Italy, one of my friends, moved home to Miami and one of my friends um, invited me to a tea tasting and then they were talking about tea meditation and tea ceremony and you know even though I grew up in Hong Kong like I hadn't heard it's like this stuff wasn't clicking in and then it just came in real fast and so I went to that tea ceremony I went to the first one on the first day of the retreat and I never looked back um, for the woman who loved tea and was never drinking tea i Now can't stop drinking tea, and um, and then and it's that was you know about that was like five years ago now, and I've been kind of living the life of tea ever since.
0: What does what does that mean? What does it mean mean to? This is literally what I was going to ask you next. Is like being your friend. I mean, literally, I've been here like an hour before we actually got started, and you're like, well, tea told me this. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like what, yeah. what is living a life with tea like how does tea inform yeah. your decisions your lifestyle how has it influenced you and changed your life
1: um I would say that the biggest ways in which tea has really influenced me and changed my life is just that she's brought me into right relationship with so much mm-hmm. including myself mm-hmm. um Tea really holds the energetic of the divine mother and of unconditional love and compassion. And that's something that's really rare these days. We have so much expectations on ourselves. We like, we're constantly needing to change ourselves or being asked to change who we are or be in control of everything. And when I sit for tea, I'm just brought to like my mother's bosom. Mm-hmm. You know, or my grandmother's bosom that like everything's gonna be okay. And I trust T because she's really old. <laughs> so <laughs> it feels so. like that, like your grandmother when she's like, Oh sweetie,
0: that little thing you're dealing with,
1: and you're like, I believe you because you you've gone through it. Right. And yeah. you really are on the other side. Yeah. Um, she kind of has that energy. Mm-hmm. And I just I feel grounded and clear and reconnected to myself reconnected to nature I will say that that part that's reconnected to nature didn't happen right away Mm -hmm. that took time Um, but yeah and I and I would say that living a life of tea so they're in China and you know this also exists in Japan and other places uh they call it the way of tea so cha dao um dao means way and Cha means tea And so this is actually something you can do the same way that someone's like a yogi. You're Mm -hmm. like someone who follows the way of tea. Mm -hmm. And similar to how in yoga, there's like the eight lips of yoga. There are similar things in for the way of tea and they're really tied to Buddhism and Zen. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because for me, even though I was like, I finally found it. And I came into this beautiful, um, tea practice and tea lineage from China as I've continued my evolution as a human, um, you know, it wasn't quite right either because I'm not Buddhist personally. Um, I love the tenets of Buddhism. Um, but I really work with tea a bit more directly and straight into the kind of more indigenous practices and the ways of nature and the earth that are, um, that are both in my lineage and also in this continent that we live on. Mm. And so, you know, you're going to find a lot of the ways, the, you know, the way of tea is going to be very similar to living a Buddhist lifestyle. Um, and I don't want to say that I don't do any of those things. It's just not the, it's not what I look at. It's not my daily practices or what I look at every day. Um, so I would say for me, and you're asking about, like, how, why do I say, oh, T told me this. (laughs) I really believe that T is just, she's my spirit plant. Mm -hmm. She's been guiding me for longer than I have consciously been aware of. And in my connection to T, like, as I actually started birthing this work into the world of being a nature teacher, it really came through her asking me to. Like her being like, people need tea right now. Mm -hmm. Will you share me? Mm -hmm. And I've really taken a lot of guidance in that. Um, And that just happens from literally like sitting drinking tea and listening. She's taught me how to hear nature, how to listen to the living world um, and not just be so caught up in human society.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a container, of course. Mm -hmm. I'll start your tea Mm -hmm. practice. And you just said that she, like, asked you to bring this forward. Mm-hmm. What was that process like for you when it was initially, initially starting it? Because you've been doing it for how long now?
1: Like a year. Yeah. A year and a few months.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So
1: essentially what, it's actually kind of a cute story. So <laughs> quarantine happened, global quarantine, global pandemic happens, and everyone gets shut down. And so we started.
0: Yeah. I'm like, when am I going back into?
1: It? Um, but and I was in a lot of transitions, and I'm just drinking more tea than ever before. And one of the things my teacher said was like, these difficult times come or call for our deepest medicines. So I was like drinking my deepest mm-hmm. teas, like my mm-hmm. best teas. Mm-hmm. And and we were doing these virtual tea sits and it was like this whole new way to connect within the tea community was kind of born. And before the pandemic, I was serving, you know, three ceremonies a week here in my house, you know, full seven, first seven people each time, like new people to tea. I was serving a lot of tea. And all of a sudden, all these people are like, I need tea ceremony and we can't gather. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, I would you do need to serve me and I was feeling like
0: yeah, I'm like and I
1: have so much tea <laughs> so um someone who used to live with me actually has uh like works in the tea business and so I just have a ton of tea even that I don't even know what it is and they left a lot of tea here and so I was like I need to get this tea to the people. <laughs> so I went through all of my tea. I put it actually all out on this floor. And this is a big ass room. And like every inch was like covered with tea. And I did an Insta story. And I was like, let me know if you need tea. Because the other thing is tea comes from China. So mm-hmm. nothing was getting through. Oh, like back yeah. then it was like, if you were going to buy tea, it would take four months to get here. Wow. Right. So I'm like people need tea, they can't get
0: tea. <laughs> so so he's like go, go, go. So I'm like I'm giving it away.
1: And I was like I put it on Instagram and I said, let me know if you need tea and I'll send you a care package. And so I, all these oh. people like reached out and I was Tell us like Jesus, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> and and then I also gave away some bowls, some things that I wasn't using, you know. Mm-hmm. I really believe that it's kind of selfish for us to hoard mm-hmm. spiritual tools mm-hmm. that stop other people from being able to do their practice. Mm-hmm. Cause especially if you're if you're not getting something that's mass produced. Mm-hmm. So then these people like receive tea or they receive a bowl and tea, and they're just like, I don't know what to do now. Right? All I've oh. seen it's this beautiful whole oh. ceremony from someone who's been like living this lifestyle for a long time. Who am I right to get into it?
0: Oh, you
1: got a hairball? Hair yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how it started. And I was like, I need to teach these people like really simply how to, start a tea practice. Yeah, And as I said, like back in that time, it was really hard to get tea. So I needed bowls and I needed tea because everyone gets those two things. And I reached out to my friend who's a potter and I had a very specific idea for what I wanted the bowl to be like. And I reached out and I'm like, hey, can what do you think? Do you have bowls available? Because they needed to be available now. Like I think from the time I thought about it to the time I like, launched it it was five days and somehow I was able to get the tea and the exact bowls I wanted and delivered here within five days it was unreal and it was very much like this is supposed to be happening like the energy to make it happen was there so I did this tiny little course for like 10 people that I knew to teach them how to start their own tea practice and it was really beautiful and then um, and then it kind of just like, I didn't really take it seriously for about six months. I didn't really think it was something like I did it again. Cause some of our friends were like, but I really want to do it. Will you do it one more time? I was like, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, and then what happened where this felt like very strongly again was, um, we were coming up on the election and Ruth, G- Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. <laughs> And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be way worse than we thought. Like it was already like election crazy. And then with her passing away and the Supreme Court stuff, I was just like, people need tea. Mm-hmm. And I felt that really strongly. Again, she was like, a circle's coming together. It's time. And so that's when it really took off and how and now more people are tea in the world. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but it really came out of that need, that real need of, like, this is a response to what is happening in the world, and I kind of feel that right now, too, like, even right now with this next one, it feels like we are going back into something again, mm-hmm. and things are getting tense, and new policies, and no one knows what's actually happening, and travel bans, and everything in Afghanistan and in Haiti. And like, it just feels again, like, okay, we need a a space in our lives to process through ourselves and through everything that is greater than human society. It's not like processing with a therapist. It's not processing with, you know, with other humans. It's not trying to get anything done. Yeah. but just like sitting with it, sitting with our, our, all of our emotions, our grief, our confusion, our frustration, our hope, our joy, but just like having that space to come back into a into, I don't know, I want to call it like a right orientation of life.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. I want to tell a story. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to That's literally what I was going to
0: ask. You're like, can you stop talking? <laughs> it's, all, it's all working out perfectly. Okay, anyway. So I want to ask you about, you said, the medicine of tea. And so I wanted to tell a story about, because I've done, you know, I don't know, maybe like a dozen tea ceremonies with mm-hmm. you now in the last maybe I mean, we haven't even been nine months yeah it's probably been nine months Mm -hmm. um but just so you all know we yeah definitely so you all know we when like the lockdown the second lockdown was that the second lockdown the second lockdown happened over winter (laughs) oh lord and we both live up in the mountains we're Mm -hmm. on like different sides of the mountains, so it takes like a you have to like you feel like like it it takes like an hour to get to if we could fly it would probably take like 10 minutes but because you have to like go around this big canyon what kind of of bird are you I don't know (laughs) Who knows? but you have to like drive around the canyon either up into the mountains or like down into town Mm -hmm. and but we decided okay we're just gonna start having slumber parties at each other's house and I was in it this winter y'all I mean you can go back and listen to some episodes (laughs) <laughs> Just go look at some of my Instagram posts. Those of you who were like in my mastermind or something I mean, like actually, that, you know.
1: That's why it, the slumber party started. Probably, because you're having a yeah, totally. difficult moment. That's
0: the story I'm telling. I was like in it like with myself. It was hard in my relationship. All of my childhood trauma was, like, rearing its head, being like, hey, remember me? Like, my creativity died. My digestion died. My hormones were not happy. Like, my period got down to, like, one day I was, like, in it. And, yeah, I, one night I was, like, I I needed space for my partner. And I was, like, can I come over and stay with you? And I came over here. This is I think this is it and we had I had this was my first time having tea with you
1: I mean yeah and we hadn't really hung out that much we hadn't hung out I that much hung out like three times I think that's right something. like
0: yeah but I was still like pretty new to the area and I didn't really we were planning to hang out we more. were, yeah totally <laughs> I think I like I still don't even have that many friends in the Boulder area because it's mainly been like locked down the entire time I've been here. But anyway, we
1: claimed our friendship, I'll say, like (laughs) even the first time we met. I was, like, a little intimidated to meet you. Because oh, everyone like, Melissa, this, Melissa, yeah. that. And you we were, like, just standing in the kitchen and you looked at me and you were like, we're going to be friends. And <laughs> I was just I like, cool.
0: Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And so also <laughs> you being like, I'm <laughs> sleeping over. I like, Can <laughs> I come over? <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Well, I came over and it was, like, evening. And you were just like, you need tea. I was like, okay. And I just, like, cry the mm-hmm. entire time yeah. and then the next few times I remember there was like a, we had oh, tea yeah, a couple times time. I remember there was one time where I didn't cry and I was like I didn't cry that yeah. time but like every single time we would have tea That's you would crazy. be like bowls, and I'd just be like streaming tears the entire time like getting up to go get a tissue yeah and
1: I think once I was like Melissa you need to cry let's drink tea <laughs> yeah
0: totally it was like it was so healing, really beautiful from being in that space. And it felt like tea, like really just like opened up my heart to be able to really feel what I was feeling, which was just like a lot of like sadness. It was like that, like you're saying that deep compassion. So I would love to know because you've had, you know, your own experiences with tea throughout the years you've had, you know, now you're having students come through who are having their experiences. What are some of the things that you've, witness people and their, with their experiences with tea and that as that like medicine, that love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say one of the cool things about tea as a medicine is yes, there's the energetic of this, um, this mother, this unconditional love. But on top of that, tea, since there's so many different types of tea, right. And i named some of them before and these trees are very old and they're all processed in different ways and the trees are from different areas there's actually like a different energetic effect for each tea as well Mm. okay so some teas are activating some teas are grounding some teas are you know make you go inward and some teas make you want to be more expressive like there's just so many different medicines within tea and then even within all of those groups you can get pretty specific like a lot of subtlety a lot of subtlety so like when you came over that night and and i think that's again what i was saying about the processing it's like i saw you and i knew a little bit you shared a little bit of what was going on and it's it's like we couldn't talk about this or tea can help you right because sometimes we just need to stop processing you know, we need a yeah. perspective <laughs> shift, you know? He's
0: going to a spiral. we yeah. <laughs> like, go. Oh, hey, so, my friend, you want to spiral with me? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and so, because there's nothing I can say, you know? You had every right to be upset mm-hmm. in that moment. There, it's just that, like, actually talking about it doesn't necessarily help you move through in some way or make you feel okay about it. Mm-hmm. And so the tea I chose that day was very specific and it's a tea that allows you to completely unwind and it's actually one of my dearest medicine teas from when I really needed some help that tea helped me I didn't even think about that I'm like wow this is tying together really well
0: (laughs) circle back
1: (laughs) yeah but I've had you know since I feel like tea came into my life at the perfect time like again, for me to actually sit in this practice. And I, I used to work in the startup industry. I was building this company that it's, I mean, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Building a company. Yeah. And
0: she was a boss.
1: I was a boss and I would fly a hundred flights a year. I was always traveling. I was never home. And thank God I had tea, just like some tea, a bowl, hot water, wherever I went. I started staying at Airbnbs instead of hotels. So I could have a kettle. like. I just he was you know my everything and my partner at the time he would get really sad when I'd get home because I wasn't home very often and he'd be so excited and I would come home and I'd be like I've been on two continents and three cities in the past six days I can't talk to you you know like I can't I just I need some space and I and I just I can't meet you I'm so burned out And so, and I, um, and then it would take me about a week to come back fully to myself, but I would already be gone again, right? For me to have been home for a week at that time was insane. And so one time I came home and he was, he had this plan Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and he's like, come have tea. Like, let's have tea together. And he served me that tea. And I just started falling. I just let it all go. Yeah. And that's the medicine of that tea specifically. It makes me want to cry. I I was
0: honestly, because like, I'm pretty good at feeling my feelings. You know what I mean? Like I will cry. I I will move. Like we do that. Right. But it was like, it reached this deep layer of Mm -hmm. like this, like almost like a shame that I felt for Mm -hmm. how I was feeling. It was like releasing the root of it almost. You know what I mean? And And it just like, it was so sudden too. I literally took like one sip and immediately (laughs) I was like, okay.
1: (laughs) I mean that like literally it feels almost like when we have a little contraction or some knot in our system because the contraction is oftentimes there's something there that we don't want to feel. Mm -hmm. And for me in my life, it was just like, I can't deal with the fact that this is my normal. Like, I can't deal with the fact that I'm getting back on a plane in a few days. It's like, when am I gonna get a break? Yeah. And you have your stuff too. And it's like, that's what was released. Like, can you be here? Like, everything's okay now. It's gonna be okay. I don't know how it's gonna work out. I don't know what is gonna happen, but you've got it. And it's like this infusion. And so I had kind of a similar experience in that sense. And, I, and then I'd bring that tea with me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like, just feel like more tea <laughs> even actually when I started serving tea to others I was so nervous I was so nervous that if I if I wasn't chill by like the second bowl I would like have a little stash of that
0: tea <laughs> I'd, like, in in a little bit of that.
1: <laughs> and then on the third bowl, I'd be like oh yeah like <laughs> so I'm here I'm so hard open
0: right now. I love all
1: of you so much. I'm like, oh, all that, all that shame. Like, as you said, shame or embarrassment, or I'm afraid I'm going to fuck up or something. It's like, that's gone. Yeah. Like I can be here. Yeah. And so teas, yeah, they have these different medicinal qualities. So one of the things that I, I, when you, again, like every relationship, it takes time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what I'm speaking to doesn't mean that it happens like right away, but Oh, And I remember when someone said this to me when I was early in my practice, I was like, I don't know how I'd ever get there, but one day you'll, you'll be able to wake up and go to your tea cabinet and say, how am I feeling? And then know which tea you're supposed to drink that day. Mm -hmm. And it really becomes like your medicine cabinet for your soul.
0: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do I want to. Or like, how do I feel? Do I need to be balanced out? Do I want to go deeper into that? Do I wanna, you know, because sometimes you don't want to go deeper in. (laughs) Like sometimes you're actually like, I want to feel joy. You know, I want something to help take me out of this. Like, there's so many responses to the same emotion. And then you get to choose sometimes I feel joyful and I'm like, I want the tea that's gonna make me feel even more joyful. (laughs) Like, I want more of it. (laughs) And so you get to experience that and and yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful relationship. I think something I hear too from my students as well as they're like, oh, I have my whole life to do this. So in a lot of spiritual practices, we want to like get farther right away. Mm-hmm. When we meditate, we want to be able to meditate for an hour right away mm-hmm. or like yoga. How can I do a handstand, <laughs> you know, and tea, there's no goal. There isn't even actually a goal that you could put. It's like what I want to drink that tea right away okay drink it yeah you might not be able to access it mm-hmm. but you can drink it you know there's not like this thing that I that like I can be more of um and so
0: you allows, feminine. Yeah, it's like you, it's so feminine. yeah
1: it just allows
0: you to you can able. even like start to attach to it you know what I mean because like in yoga and meditation it's like there's not a goal but you can like because it has those like that container Mm -hmm. that more structure you can start to attach to it anyway where it's Mm -hmm. like literally you're just sitting and drinking and like Mm -hmm. connecting and like listening and feeling yeah and I think
1: there's there is one way
0: that you can okay that you can with tea okay and it's
1: this actually all of my work and how my courses are created are to avoid this one thing well, there's actually two. Okay. <laughs> One is your ego. Tea is such a beautiful practice. Oh yeah. And you can buy all the Static right things. M-suck. Yeah. You can see the pretty pictures on Instagram and want to buy all the right things. It can be a very expensive hobby. Mm-hmm. And then make yourself look, you know, look at me. I have this beautiful practice. And I and I know you, you know, that happens a lot and it makes me really sad mm-hmm. because you're forgetting about the tea.
0: So for those like? of you listening, let me just set the top because some of you like go to Mariana's Instagram. We have it linked, but let me just explain to you what's happening here, okay? So I'm sitting in front of this woman across from this table. She's wearing like linen pants and like I just have to explain you too. And like this beautiful flowing top that's like tied in the front, some power earrings. Right. And then She's at this table that is, what do you call it? What do you this call this? This is cottonwood. Oh, but it's like a raw top. Like, what do you call it? The raw it's edge. It's a little like, bit. It's a live edge slab. Yeah. So it's this it's like massive a slab that's, yeah, it's nine feet. It's literally huge. And it like, curves. like curves around her body. So it's like, she's just nestled in this absolutely stunning table. We're sitting on these... Like organic cushions on the floor. They really are organic. There's this, I know, there's this <laughs> liner. And I don't know, this is probably from somewhere like what's. A runner okay, a runner from Peru that's like absolutely stunning. There's these, what we're drinking out of is like, I don't know, beautiful. how do you, just like these beautiful hand.
1: They're, hand, they're handmade um, tea bowls by one of my tea brothers and this pot is by him as well Uh And this little dish was made by julia
0: yeah and so it's super like and there's other things too i could go on there's like trees (laughs) around there's like art behind her there's like pieces of pottery that do different things during the ceremony but just i just wanted you all to like hear what she's talking about it's like really stunning yeah it is and it's uh
1: and a lot of people, they come and they want to, they want to be that person, mm-hmm. but they don't realize, and here's the funny thing. I didn't mention this, but I like in my, in these few years that I was like, wow, thank God I have tea. Um, I ended up burning out from that job and being in really like a really big health crisis. Um, and I couldn't work for a couple years. And I was in India as part of my healing. Mm-hmm my partner at the time left when I was like I, didn't, I never saw him again yeah he called me he was like I'm leaving I'm out and most of the stuff in our house was his because I'm a minimalist yeah so I came home I just moved to Boulder to build this life and bought this house for like our whole thing mm-hmm. and in that in that year I lose my job I lose my health I have no community my partner leaves me and I come home from India there's nothing in this room
0: yeah.
1: And I and I have the pictures of it. I I saw so I had no teaware anymore because most of it was shared. Yeah. And like I just had the one pot I took with me to India and I had this tiny little runner. <laughs> and I sat here in the corner with my little runner and my teapot and my tea. And I just sat there and I was like, what is happening?
0: Yeah.
1: Like I was like, I've lost everything in the past year and i made the i set the intention then i'm i'm not losing anything more mm-hmm. like and that moment with nothing beautiful and nothing like to show those are the moments that have brought me into this space in an embodied way mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with how it looks and actually in my work we don't even My whole work is about like you don't need stuff to get into tea. You need tea. (laughs) Like most people, they're like, "How can I buy all this stuff?" and they haven't even asked about the tea. I'm like, and that makes me sad because when you do that, you rob yourself of the opportunity to actually connect with this plant. Right? There's a thing that you're missing. So if someone has all the right tea, where it's like great, and you still know nothing about, you haven't learned how to listen to this plant, so you don't get all of those beautiful communications. One of the reasons that where you, you can get it when you're sitting in ceremony with someone who has that connection. Mm-hmm. Right. So like when you sat for tea with that tea, if I didn't have that story with that tea, if I just served you a random tea, you might not have had the experience you had yeah. because what I'm actually serving you is my practice yeah. and my devotion.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And so that's one way that you can kind of get a trap. So I would call that like your beautiful ego. and the other ones are mine because tea there's so much information about tea like you can we call them tea nerds tea hobbyists you there's so many ways to drink tea so many types of tea so much info what mountain what height what processing method what like how old are the trees how long has it been aged there's so much information about tea that for a lot of people it's kind of like a sport in that way it's like you can become really or like cars you know like you can just get really into your mind and in that you can also forget the teeth right And so there's a couple ways that that, that happens, these little traps and those, those kind of make me sad. Yeah. but I work really hard to be like, how can we completely remove our minds and connect with our hearts because that's actually where tea's coming in. Right? She's not coming into your mind. She's coming into your heart.
0: So you've gone through these kind of like deepening experiences with tea where it's like a new layer to revealed. Yeah. And you just went through one of those recently. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, I mean I know you've been exploring the more indigenous mm-hmm. style for a while but I know you're also starting to incorporate that into, yeah, what you're teaching Yeah, are you I'm sure you have been right but you're like bringing it even more yeah so can no, you it's like transition right yeah. okay so can you talk about yeah that and talk about what you're like what you know, you're you about to go into we'll talk about starting tea practice here in a minute and you're about to go into the next round of that and what's the intention yeah so
1: as I said me getting into tea so I was like I finally found tea and about a couple years in and it was through a Buddhist Zen lineage great and I love them. I just these are my tea brothers sisters like I I have my heart bursts thinking about them and about two years in I started to feel like a lull It kind of, it feels like any sort of relationship, you know, even in a romantic relationship, like two years, you're just like,
0: are we going to stay together forever? (laughs) You're like, I
1: know you now. (laughs) So it kind of felt a little bit like that, but I knew I was like, no, I'm staying with this, but I'm just not as inspired. And then I entered in a new deepening and up until recently, I would have said it's because I started serving tea. Yeah, But what I realized is that that actually happened around the same time as me meeting my spiritual teacher who carries indigenous lineages from this land Mm -hmm. and really learning about the ways of nature. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I wasn't very like conscious of how much that was coming into my tea practice. Mm -hmm. It was mirrored to me by some people, but what I realized that my deepening and my ability to connect with tea more wasn't because I was meditating more, it was because I was honoring the directions Mm -hmm. and, you know, and being in circle with my teacher and learning about the elements and really going deeper. And it's like, because I go get my own water, (laughs) like I go to a spring to get water for the, it's like, and just doing that over time creates a deeper relationship with water, which is a part of tea. It was like, it was actually my connection to the natural world that was giving me the practice that I have. And so as I started sharing tea, I realized that there, the, and what tea wanted to share through me was actually less about how to be a human, which might be more of our Buddhist Zen traditions, but more about how to connect with nature. How to be a human in relationship to all life? How to hear other beings? Um, how to apologize for what we have, as humans have done to this planet? And how to move forward in a better way? Right, not to be perfect, but just actually consider what else is going on, and yeah, so this, this chain, I realized that it's like not fair for me to share those teachings when it's not in the practice explicitly, when I'm not teaching how that exists on the tea table. And I say that metaphorically, you don't need a tea table to get to tea. I hear that one all the time. I go to tea table. I'm like, do you have a tea practice? People are like, no. I'm like, maybe you should get that first. (laughs) My DM sometimes. (laughs) So anyways, um, so I started to, I, you know, I took some time off over the summer and I was deep in ceremony, all sorts of types of ceremonies with a lot of elders, a lot of grandmother blessings. It was so beautiful, really sitting with this. How do these two things come together? we sometimes we want to say like oh but this plant comes from china so it should be in the same lineage as there but actually a lot of like culture in china has become really commercialized especially after the cultural revolution where people lost all understanding of their lineages and the truth is tea has been on this, in this is like embedded in the history of this country mm-hmm. right like the boston tea party Like tea has been a colonial plant for a long time and you can say tea was stolen from China, but I really believe in the power of this plant and that she was like, uh, the world's about to get crazy. We need heart medicine. Yeah. And so tea has been on this land for a long time. And so my work this summer was to understand, okay, how can I root her as a tree, like her actual roots into these lands? Um, and the practice, it actually is, it doesn't actually, didn't take much change because tea also, yes, it has Zen and Buddhist roots, but tea comes from the indigenous peoples of Western China. So it is already in, uh, from like cared for and from people in China who, who believe that they are descendants of the plant kind of tea, mm. right? This, there's like no separation. And so it was like, okay, how can I bring that more? Because there was a disconnect. There was a disconnect from my practice and what I was sharing with others. And T has been asking me to get into alignment. Like you said that at the beginning, integrity. (laughs) Well, T is like, I think you could have more integrity. You know, so It's been really beautiful and that's actually this start your own tea practice. I've actually um, opened it to everyone who's taken it before so they can be brought up to speed and really learn in this way as I'm going to be teaching it moving forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. exciting. Thank you for sharing. Um, So we're going to link all the things. Mm -hmm. Instagram. Where else can we reach you? And then um, whatever you want to share about Start Your Tea
1: Practice. Yeah. I mean, Instagram's probably the best place to reach me. Um, and I'm super excited. Start Your Own Tea Practice It's open for enrollment for the last time for the next six to nine months, probably. Um, and this, it's a beautiful journey. It's a journey home to your heart through tea. So it's 22 days. It's an intensive And the reason for that is I'm really trying to help you initiate into a daily practice. And so we have to do it every day. Uh, We meet for bigger classes for Sundays, and then we have eight tea sits together during that time. And each student gets a tea bowl, which is your first sacred vessel of tea, and a mystery tea that you know nothing about. So for the first 22 days of your tea practice, you're literally just connecting with tea. And anything you learn about that plant came from her because I'm not telling you anything and your mind can't Google it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like ungoogleable. <laughs> so um so that's a really beautiful part of it. And in the course two, we are going into tea as ritual and also in the ways of nature. So we're learning all about how to connect with plants, how to connect with nature, not just tea, but like plants overall how to co-create ritual in a way that's in alignment with universal flow and the ways of nature and practice, learn about, you know, what it means to be a human at this time. So it's really like so much more than just tea, but these are the things that take you from drinking tea to actually being with tea and to that original point, that living a life of tea. So, and then at the end, you get to learn what the mystery tea is and I will finally tell you all the things <laughs> to buy so you can still go shopping
0: <laughs> then it's shopping time
1: I know it's That's crazy nice. it, like sell, like people it just things sell out while I'm still talking like later I'm like you guys were buying during the class yeah
0: that's so funny I think that's gonna have to be the title of this episode my assistant who does the production will be listening to this uh-huh. living a life of tea Natalie <laughs> there you go <laughs> well thank you so much yeah this has been beautiful thank you for the tea and for everyone listening go find Mariana if you're feeling called to a tea practice it is open until what date
1: the 29th. the
0: 29th August, of August.
1: 29th. Great. And I'm going to say, now is the time. Tea is coming into your life for a reason, whether or not you know it. And to give you some, a story, this one actually really hit me hard, but one of my students, the last time I did this, the first day of class had a very close death in her family. like wow. Very close. Yeah. And she was saying later, she was like, thank God I mm-hmm. am in this because this is the only thing that's getting me through what's happening right now. And It was such a reminder of like, you don't know why tea's coming in. And Mm -hmm. I can say that for my life, like I didn't think I was going to be going through all the things I went through and I don't know how I would have gotten through them without tea. So the world's already crazy. Things are happening and just trust, like learn to trust your intuition and the calling of nature. If you're feeling it now, then that's your answer. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you everyone for listening. Feel free to screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram, tag us. Um, feel free to reach out to me, reach out to Mariana uh, if you just want to connect. And love you so much. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you next week. Love you all. <laughs>